0: what's going on guys welcome to another episode of the winner circle brought to you by grande sports training today we got a special guest the number 10 center midfielder um great guy just you know he's he's a magician on the field mayele malango how you doing today my man i'm good man how you doing bro i'm doing fantastic man hey thank you for uh Spending your time here with us today. You know, I'm, I'm really excited to hear your story, what, you know, everything that you went through to become a professional player. So, just to get started here, Miley, at what age did you start playing soccer? So, basically, where are, you when from, I started... where are you from? What age did you start playing? So, yeah, my name is Maya,
1: and I'm from Congo, DRC. But I came in America on uh, 2014. So, I've been here for like four years, nine and a half, almost five years. And I started playing soccer when I was like five years old. You know, it's really young age. You know, back in Africa. First of all, I started as a goalie. I was a goalkeeper before. So, about like five, six, seven years old, I switched up to like becoming a field player. So.
0: Okay, so you started playing around five, six years old, and what what influenced you to play? Like, why did you start playing? Were the kids in the neighborhood playing? Were your parents influenced you? What,
1: what so was- most of it was the, with the people in the neighborhood, you know. I just, you know, I don't know. I just, I just saw people play, and I just wanted to join, you know. And then we used mm-hmm. to, like, make some balls. I like, used to take my socks and make him to a ball and just go play for fun with my friends. So from there, I just kind of love with the game and then moving forward. Until now.
0: Did you ever have any experiences where you did see professional soccer players growing up that you kind so, of looked at them and were like, "Yeah, I, I want to be like them when I grow up"? So, uh, I had that
1: experience when I was like uh 14 years old. Cause back then in Africa, where where I grew up, we have not TV, man. You know, it was just like just isolated. You know, like it's like a like a low community. It's called a kind Beno of community. So we didn't have no TV, like, nothing. Just there, like, you know, made him, like, just, like, it's, like, a small community, like, in the in the area of Congo. So, basically, I started, like, watching soccer on TV in 2007. That's when I saw, like, the player that I was watching a lot was, was Ronaldinho. He was a guy that, you know, I used to watch a lot when I was, a, when I was like, a 14, 15 years old, you know. I used to, like, you know, yeah, I used to like him a lot. I used to, like, him, love his game. So he's a, he's a guy that actually, like, you know, make me want to become
0: when I become where I am right now. So it's like an inspiration. And and when you were growing up, did you when was the first time that you started playing on a team? Did you even did you play an organized team?
1: Yeah, so uh, so from Congo I flew to Malawi. It's a, it's a, it's a different African Af- African country. And then I was there for like almost 10 years. That's when I started playing like, you know, more organized soccer. Like and I, what I, age I
0: did you fly over?
1: So I fly when I was uh, eight years old. Eight, seven years old, and I went there. Now, around ten, I started playing like a more organized soccer. Like it was like a U, U fifteen, U ten, you know, U twelve. So like I was just playing there. You know, it was more organized and much more comfortable. So,
0: but it was in the in the
1: in the in the refugee camp.
0: And how was that experience for you? Going from just playing with the local kids in the neighborhood to now playing organized soccer. What was the biggest? jump so the or... so the biggest the biggest jump
1: was I would say was like you know it was it <laughs> you get to meet new people you get to meet like a lot of people from different countries and you got to like you know to actually play like Morgan and soccer like you know like you get a coach actually a coach you to tell what you do hey move okay like it's still like it's a lot it's a lot different a lot jump you know like, kind of like you know develop from like the game that I used to play for, with, with like uh, your friends in the neighborhood like to go out and play with somebody who can actually coach you and be like hey this is how you do it. This is how you do it. Blah. blah, blah. So it was, it was pretty good jump, and I really like.
0: So I know. I know you said that you moved when you were about ten years old. Were you nervous at any point in, in, at that age? So Did basically,
1: I wasn't nervous because it's something that I love, and I was kind, kind of comfortable with it. So I would say when I, I was nervous when I, I got invited to play in the u tournaments when I was sixteen years old. Like I was like the youngest in the league. But when I was playing like a, my same age, I was good. But when I like, they called me like, hey, you wanna go play for the like U21 tournaments? I'm like, of course I'm down. So I was like 17 years old and I play, against people people are 25, 26. So I was kind of nervous. I was like really nervous because I know yeah, I'm young and they're all, you know, they're all big dudes and there. Like that, so. But you know, yeah, I, I, I played and then and then um, at the end, I, I won like um young player of the year. I mean, young player of the tournament. So it was, it was pretty good experience. And that was before I came to America.
0: So from the ages of 10 to 16, you were playing at that club. And what would you say was the biggest thing that you learned during those years before you joined into play with the in that U21 tournament? What would you say is the biggest thing that you learned as, as a person, as a player to mature quickly? Because I know a lot of kids that are listening in, a lot of people that listen into the podcast are... Um, they always have the dilemma whether should I go train with older players? Should I just stay within my age group? And I always tell everybody, you got to play with older players because that's how you're going to mature faster. That's how you're going to learn how to play quicker. That's how you're going to get the feel for, you know, the actual game at the actual age, like much faster than as if you were staying within your own age group. So how was that for you? So, yeah, for me playing with my
1: age group was really, was really good to be honest. And, you know, a guy, you know, they're yeah, just all I can see is like was from the advice. Like the coaches was giving advice. Was trying to be, on, if they know you're a good player, they're sort to be on top of you every single time. They give you advice. Hey, you. So basically, like you know, I just you know I learn. learn how to listen to our advices. You know, I learn how to take your advices, and I also I'm a guy. I'm a guy that whoever tells me advice, no matter if it's my teammates, no matter if anybody, like I'll listen to them. So like I just the thing that I learned the most from the playing with my group age. Was an advice from people like one of my teammates was like younger than me was like eight years old. He was like, "Hey, bro, you just come to me." And I'm I'm pretty good listener, you know. I'm to listen to you. So, it was an advice. I take the advices, and then I also respect from respect from everybody around you and 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 often on on the field. And also that's- my goal was all my goal is always to play like to play with the other group because that's how it gets better. That's how it gets get better and it gets tough.
0: And that's really interesting that you say that. You say that you're a good listener. Where do you think that you got that from? Was it from your family, your parents? Did you just naturally yeah. have it?
1: No, it's from my family. My family yeah. is, the, we all go listeners. My brother, he's a, he's, he's a smart-ass guy. You know, he's in college right now. He's, uh, he was, he got like his scholarship in Africa. So he turned from Africa to Canada for school. So he's, he's really smart. And my I'm also, I'm also in school, you know, I do school online, but I'm not as smart at him. So it's like, it's like a family thing, you know.
0: <laughs> no, that's that's awesome because I think it's, it's important to have a good, you know, circle around you. This is why we call it this podcast, The Winner's Circle, because I think it's important to have close people around you that can bring value to your life, you know. So that's from good. your family, you're learning how to listen and then you can apply that to other areas of your life. You know what I mean? So I think that's that's amazing. So now that you played, you were 16, you went on to play that U21 tournament. You said you were nervous, right? It's it's tough playing with much older guys. You know, at first you're like, man, am I going to do good? Am I going to do bad? Like, what if I mess up? Whatever this happens. Once you step on the field, how do you eliminate that nervousness? Because regardless if you're nervous, pumped up, happy, whatever, you still got to perform. So how did you that's eliminate a, that nervousness?
1: That's a good question. So basically, like, a, what I can say in sports that I learned, like, a lot, is that if you know you're a good player, right, use that as your confidence. You know, just go in the field, like, hey, listen, you're a good player, that's why you're here. If you're here for evil, you not good enough, you can't be here right now. So yeah, I know you're nervous. I know you're scared. They're all the you, but just play your game and just – Go to the, the floor. Basically, I will just, you know, I, I, sometimes I, I, I like to talking to myself in the field, like in my heart, and like, hey, listen, just, just play, man. Just play. Don't, don't, just play. That's it. And uh, me staying there like multiple times myself and just play, just play, just play, kind of gives me confidence. Like, okay, you know what? I can play. So I just talk to myself, and then uh, I trust myself, and then uh, that also boosts my confidence. And from there, I just play. And I will just keep
0: going. So, two things that I just heard from you is: yeah. is number one is just giving yourself that self-talk, yeah. And then number two, just doing, it, right? Just do it. Just do it. It's just like the the commercial. Just do it, right? Yeah, just do I, it. I, like, yeah, I think it, it, it's I I could not agree with you anymore. Like, you can talk to yourself. You can talk your, you can talk to yourself into doing stuff or not doing stuff, right? But at the end yeah. of the day, it's about taking action and just doing it. So just the fact that at such a young age, at a teenage age of 16 years old, that you're already able to talk to yourself like that and, and continue it throughout the course of the game, throughout trainings and everything, I think it's it's a valuable lesson mm-hmm. for the younger players listening in. Now, as you got older, Maile, how did you how did you adjust to playing with more competitive players, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19, before you came over to the States? So I
1: just it was, was pretty good, to be honest, because when I was playing over there with uh, all the other group, they always gave me a lot of advice. Like, you know, they talked to me all the time. And since I'm a good listener, I always listen, you know. They tell me this. If it's if it's not right, I can try to question a little bit, but most of the stuff was right, you know. They gave me advice, I like, hey, listen, they tell me how to move, like, you know how to play, so, like so it was it was pretty good. I just They also helped me a lot, you know, including the coaches and even teammates. They helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. So I would say, like, um, the adjustments they, the done made was that one, just, you know, they really helped me a lot through everything. And that kind of helped me a lot to kind of boost my confidence and boost, like, my, like, you know, my courage to play on that level and make some outcome.
0: Now, when you listen to advice, Maele, How do you then apply it to to your game? So, it's one thing if I tell you some advice and you listen, you know, Mm -hmm. it could just be lingering in your head for a day, a week, a month, and you never actually apply it. So, how did you make sure that you applied the advice that you were told?
1: Okay, so uh, I'll give, so if they give me advice, because I remember my coach was telling me, like, you know, how to play as a winger. So, basically, just go home. Like, I have a note on my phone. I just, you know, I just pull the tips they told me. As a winger, I just put like, you know, play as a winger tips. I just write it down. I just write in And sometimes I also watch videos, like, you know, some best wingers in the world. I just watch them and see how, if the stuff that I was writing down on my notes, kind of make, it kind of similar to what they're doing in the field. So that's what that's what I kind of do. I just have a notes in my phone that I just, you know, I just, you know, I just, you know, I just play as a winger. I get things to if you want to say, I just put some some tips, like, you know, how to play as a winger. I just put like, you know, okay, on this stage, you gotta do this this, this 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 and then from there I watch a video of some best swingers in the world. I just see the tips that I was referring to myself and watch the guy play on YouTube and see if that shit that 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 stuff applies to what he's doing. And then from there it's just like okay, now I get it.
0: So then you just you just write it down, you just got it in your face all the time, and you're just, and then just making sure it. you're doing the right things, right? Yeah. So if you do find yourself making a mistake. You know that in my notes and the videos, I was supposed to do this and then yeah. you adjust it quickly.
1: And I also go back to watch my own videos and compare it to what I was to what I wrote down there and see if I made a mistake from there. And just work on the mistakes I did and then next time just try to do it better.
0: That's amazing, because you know that brings up another good point. That uh, that shows me that you're very self-aware of your your own game, you know you're aware of what your strengths are, you're aware of what your weaknesses are, and you're aware of the areas that I need to improve in. I think it's, yeah. I think it's, it's crucial. I think it's vital for younger players, for not even younger players, just any type of player to be super self-aware of where they're at and where, where they are now and where they could be. You know what I mean? And that area in between what tweaks and what fixes do I need to do to go from level one to level two? That's right, and and it's it's all just in the details, like you said. Just watching your video, just writing down your notes, watching um, other videos, and doing all the all the little things to make sure that you're leveling up. You know what I mean?
1: Yep, that's, that's right.
0: So my so now after playing in that tournament, playing with with that um with the, that club, how did you make the jump to the states? What was the process so like?
1: So basically in Africa where I was living it's like a uh, a refugee camp like they help people to come to America like to come to to go abroad they, this like a, they, got, they got this call like aS Sierra it's like the people that they help like you know, refugees like every month like they just take some families and they bring them here for better lives so I was lucky enough my family was no, was on the no list and then they help us and got here and then that's how I got that's how I got here Basically, it's, it's a group that works with the government. There are different kind of abroad people. Like, it's called like the, the UNHCR. It's a group in Africa that works with the government. So, they're going to help people, like, in, in the refugee camp, you know, to bring them abroad. Some people go to America, Sweden, Canada. So, it's just that's how they work.
0: That's so interesting because I know, you know, a lot of people that live here are fortunate enough and they don't understand what the, that process looks like. Yeah, it's so, know, so and I, I can I can imagine that process is hard I, I was born here but my family had to do something similar where they were trying to find a better life by moving out to the states right so it's a little different but I I understand because I I've been around people that have been through the same processes how how did that affect you in any way with your soccer career and your personal life
1: so basically honestly I would say it did not but like it's kind of an opportunity for me to come down here because down in Africa was not that much of an opportunity to play professional soccer because, you know, over there it's kind of tough. But down here in America, you know, I was, I was really excited to come down here because I know I can be able to com- continue my s- soccer career and maybe get a chance to play in a, in a higher level. So, me coming here to find a better life and also try to play in a more competitive soccer down here in America was really. A good chance for me. I was I was happy to come here.
0: What was the age that you decided that I want to be a professional soccer player? When did you realize that you were actually good at the sport and that you can make a career out of it? At what age?
1: It was when I was uh uh
0: 15 years old, you know, when I was watching people, when
1: I was watching games on TV. And I'm like, man, I want to be like those guys, man. I wanna go there, play with other friends, watching me. I want I wanna play like them. So from there, I just, I just, you know, I just, you know, I'm like, you know, I wanna be a professional athlete. Like, no matter at what age, because I didn't know if I'm gonna come to America anyways, you know. I was just in Africa kid, just playing this ball with ball with my friend, you know, play some tournaments and pick up soccer. So from then, like, man, I wanna be like those guys, man. I wanna be able to play in a big field, you know, having people watch me. Because in Africa, like when I was playing, when I was playing for for the for the, for the U21, right, like we had like a lot of fans. Like we are, I used to play like in a on a the field it was not grass; it was like um, sand. Like it was if you fall down, man, you are gonna like have scratch in your body. So it's like in that field. But like we have like a, a lot. The field was packed, like a lot of fans. Because in Africa we love soccer a lot. It's only it's only, it's only it's only it's only the sport that we have over there. It's only soccer. So on the on that comments was like a lot of people watching. Like it was a lot of people watching. So I used to love it. And I'm like, man, I wanna I wanna play. I wanna be like this on the next level, you know. So from that age, I'm like, you know what, I wanna. From yeah. then like, you know, I wanna be a professional too. It's like, you know, I wanna be that guy. And then I so just you, you said that. to
0: yourself, I'm gonna work, I'm gonna work, and I'm gonna get to that level.
1: Yeah, and uh, when I got here, you know, I played high school. Two years, you know, I blasted it was it was really like amazing season. And then from there, what when age?
0: What age did you come to the states, and where did you so uh, I, end up? I came in when I was 17 years old. Okay, and I
1: were, I went to law. Okay. And where law is. Yeah. And then I I went to law high school. And then I came. The which, state? which which state? It's in it's not right now Boston area, but it's in Ma- Massachusetts. Okay, Massachusetts, okay. Do you do you know UMass Law? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I went to the to to the like high school from okay. From New
0: Okay. So
1: yeah, I was I uh, got there uh, and then I, I came when the season was over. And way to play for for next
0: season, so it was great. it was really fun. How did you How did you end up going to the high school? You just landed here, just uh, applied. So to basically,
1: the... so basically, once we, once we get here, there's like a people that receive us, They help us through everything, you know, help us get a job, help us arrange for school for school, because we're like new here and we don't know speak English. Because there's like people people are like you know help us do everything, like they show us around, give us a little talk, okay, here's is, he is the market, here's a little play, and here's the school. So basically they, like, you know, they help you for like about five, five, five to four months. And then from there, once you guys know everything, like, okay, wait, I can go here. And then from there, they can just, you know, how had you guys live? But like, yeah, we had people who can help us, who used to help us, you know, take us places, help us raise up for schools and stuff. So that's how it works.
0: So once you came here to the States, and obviously it's a big change, new country, yep. new language, new culture, new people. Big, that's what How it. did you take that? How did you receive that? How did you adjust to the life here? So basically, honestly,
1: I was lucky enough because in schools, there are people from my country who speak the same language as me. So I met those people, like, you know, we speak the same language, and it was helped me a lot. It was a big help. Because they you know, interested me to people. And then he also one of the guys that he also introduced me to to this uh coach I mean, uh school coach team there for high school. And then um, so you just know it was like really helpful because my English was not really good, but meeting those guys who speak who is from my country, it really helped me a lot to get to be along with other people. So it really helped me a lot.
0: Did you like. did you ever miss home?
1: Yeah, oh, well, honestly, I mean, I miss home, of course. Yeah, you miss, of course, we all miss home. I'm planning, to, I'm planning to go back maybe next year, but I'm not, I'm not sure yet. I'm still planning on it. But I mean, I miss home, to be honest. I miss what home. did, what, what,
0: what would go through your mind when you would find yourself in moments where you're missing home? You know, did you ever ask yourself, oh, did I make the right decision coming here?" Or I know I made the right decision. Like, how did you deal with those thoughts going through your mind?
1: But I just feel like, you know, I just miss,
0: the most thing I miss
1: was, like, just my friends, man, like, you know, we used to, like, have fun every single day. Like, we used to, like, come to my house, they'll take me, you go play ball, you know, so I just think about all those stuff, but I also watch YouTube videos about my my, my 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 country, the videos, called the, so I just watch them play on YouTube, I'm like, man, I miss this type of players. used to play, have fun, so, just makes me like you know makes me think about everything you know I was like oh damn I met this guy blah blah but at the, at the end of the day you know I, I'm I'm done here I'm trying to make a better life and stuff so so yeah
0: after high school did you go to college who picked you up yeah. at college
1: so after high school I was not able to go to ones college straight forward from high school because I I was missing some some grades from Africa. So, mm-hmm. like, I had to go to, like, a D3 like college and play there for one year and then transfer afterward. So, I went to uh, Sylvester University.
0: How was that I experience? How was, was that really experience, uh, the difference in, in high school soccer and college soccer? What was the biggest difference for you?
1: So, it was it was really big because over there you meet, like, people who are, like, older than you, people who are, like, more mature, big and stuff. So, my first game, I was nervous. And you know, first game I played, I played bad. And I played bad. And I was like, and then uh, the coach knew I was a good player. was like, hey, listen, it's OK. You know, it's the first game. From high school to college soccer, it's a big jump. So just first game and then just let it go. You know, focus on the next one. So when you say that to me, I'm like, OK, you know what? I think it's right. You know, it's, it's the same sports. You know, just different age and different type of ball. But like, it's the same thing. You know, you're playing the ball. And if you're a good player, you you, you can handle it. So next game and then from there. I start scoring goals, now. I score like in every game two goals from there, and really? I end up winning. I win, I end up winning like a club the year, club the. I win a rook of the year, club the year, and I won like a uh, six team play of the week in a row. Wow! So I, did, I really did good. I did good. I did
0: good. So, so did. what's that's so interesting because the first game you played bad, you feel like that's you it. didn't play, you, you played awful, right? And then after that's that, bad. you just. You switch exactly. on and you just score goals left and right. Like I went like a six weeks straight player of the week. And how what how what switched in your mind? Like why why all of so a sudden me, you know you were down, you were upset that you played bad, but then boom, six times player so, of the week in a row. What switched?
1: So for for me, it's really good. I like about the beginning of my six Like for me, if I play one game, good and I score like a goal. Like that boosts my confidence, which means it's gonna make me, if you want to play good more next game. So if I play good this game, I'm like oh damn, okay now I, I need to keep keep going, and then from there just so for me it's like uh, if I play good one game, it kinda helps me a lot to play the next game. So like that's it. Uh, I just that, that's that's, that's, how, that's how I am. I don't know if that's how people other people are, but for me just different. Like when I, once I play good one game. And I just tried to walk out and we you know what? I want to do the same thing next time. And I was able to score like you know two goals like in five games straight. So I was just so it's, it's like I, I feel like you have quite self confidence, you know. Like, so I just talk to myself and just say talk to myself more and self confidence. And I just give myself the courage to just go play it.
0: So even when you do have a bad game, it's just self talk, you just yeah. talk to yourself.
1: Sometimes I'm having a bad game. But I scored at least one goal. Like I remember when I was playing, my, my it was like a seventh game. So the the league not me. Like uh, this guy scored goals because I've scored goals in every single game. In that game, I didn't score a goal. So they had like two guys knocked me, and I was getting so frustrated because it was getting so tough and tough that I was not able to, to, to score anymore. Because I, I I think I didn't score only for two games, but the rest of the game, I scored. So that game I was getting so frustrated. Like, nah, I can't score anymore, blah, blah blah, because they had two guys on me. The whole game. Like I didn't I didn't have no chance to score. So but from there, that shows like, you know, okay, they know you're a good player. So which means you need to adjust and see how you can deal with that to the next game, because that's how they're gonna be. Now they know that you can score goals, they know that you're a good player. Which means all the teams that they're gonna do the same thing. Like next game, they're gonna have two guys on you again. So just just play and just do something different. and and, and from there, you know, I just I did something different. And then I I, I scores again. So
0: that's so interesting. Because, That's
1: because so it, interesting you get, how it, it you can get, switch on. It get, yeah, it gets tougher, tough man. So and that was the three. That was the three. That was the three soccer for one year. And then from there I went to you must slow. Over there was even more tough, man. More tougher. Because over there's like a more like d one players. And you know how D1 soccer is it's crazy. Yeah.
0: Like more. As you get serious. as you get higher in level, it gets tougher.
1: That's right. Yeah. So, but it's
0: so interesting it's so interesting that you say that like i just admire how quick you can switch on just by talking to yourself you know cuz i know i've i've heard stories i've heard the backgrounds from different players and you know of course self-talk is super important and it's something that i find within a lot of the professional soccer players that i've interviewed And it's just literally about staying in your moment, you know? Like, if you're playing bad, you accept you're playing bad. Talk to yourself, move on. If you're playing good, you enjoy it, then you move on. But everything is always, it's always, you keep moving, keep moving, keep moving, right? So after D1, now comes your first professional contract. How did that happen? What was the process like? How did you get scouted? Who saw you? So, basically,
1: for my, for my end, it was, was really weird, to be honest. I didn't even know how I started a professional. I, I didn't believe it, but it was uh, it was really weird because I was playing for, like, a club in the U.S. League 2. Like, you know, it's a PDO team, like, FC Boston boards. So, so like, you know, my coach, like, asked a game, I guess, the refs, like, reserve team, like, a pick up, like, a, like, a, like a game. So, yeah, you know, the coach just called me, hey, you want to go play for, you know, a, I guess the refs reserve team. I'm like, yeah, sure, right now. And then my team just went there to play down in Foxborough. So from there, I saw the guys watching, like, all the coaches, coaches. I'm like, bro, they're watching, they watching me playing. Like, I saw the against like, uh, some professional players, like four of them, four, M- four MLS players, and the rest were, like, um, the reserve team. And the whole coaching staff was there watching the game. I'm like, damn. Like I got, I got, I gotta play, man. So from there, when I saw the coaches watching you the said,
0: game, you said this is your opportunity. I gotta perform. Yeah, trust him, bro. Even like trust him,
1: but like when I saw them, when I saw them on the stand watching the game, I'm like, man, this is it. Let me just, let me just go have fun. So I just went there, bro, and I, like, I can tell you this one right. Now, right? That was, like my first game that I played that good. My whole life, bro. Um, bro, that game, it was like a friendly game, right? But the way I played in that game, like, I played like a different player, bro. Like, a different, different player. And then from there, they came talk to me. They gave my information and everything. And I, I, I thought they were just a joke. But, like, after two, four, three days, they called me. They want me to go in the first thing. Wow. Like, after that, that one game changed my life, bro. Personally. That one wow. game, bro. Like, I play like, like, bro, I don't even know how... I, did. I Until now, I'm still looking for the video, I haven't found it. They have the video in there, in there over there, but I'm gonna ask for it. Like that game, I played really good. Like really, really good. And then from there, I got the attention and this the game, they just called me, they gave me information, I was just home. And then next day, I hear a phone call, they hey, they want me to go to 2015. I was so hyped, so excited. I was so i like, what? What? what just happened? <laughs> and then i i started training with the first team for like a five months and then they brought in like a USL 2 team and they're like hey we're going to give you a chance and i, I took the chance man that's all of them and i played for like i played for one year and then uh no you know, he was pretty good trust me that's pretty good i enjoy playing with those guys man
0: it's amazing how one game can change your life because i also yeah. had a a player that that i interviewed a while back Similar story. You know, he was just playing. They invited him to play a friendly against uh, a team from Europe that they were doing preseason in California. He played. He did great. And they signed him right then and there. They're like, oh, I want you to come back tomorrow. We want you. You know, but he he only played like 15 minutes that game. And, uh, and those 15 minutes, he did what he could. Right? So it's crazy how you have a similar story to where that one game you played amazing revolution yes. saw you yes. we want you yep. and when you went to go training with the first team how how was that experience what did you notice that was different in a professional environment and how did you adjust to it
1: so quick of playing so like quick playing they, quick, they think fast they play quick and they move the move the ball moves so fast so my first practice was uh it was uh, i would just I was kinda I thought I was so slow. Because I'm I'm fast in real life, like I'm fast with the ball. But I thought like I was slow. Cause then the ball is moving so far, I'm like, come on man, what is this? Like the was moving so fast, bam, bam, bam like damn. I'm like, wow. And then from there, you know, I just you know I just knew like I I, I got home and I just lay down. I'm like, hey, I just talked to talk to myself and I'm like, hey, you know, it's it's now you're level that you know you want they don't want to actually challenge you. You know, if you're a good player, you gotta shoulder. So just keep playing, you know. Go there, and just because they, they play me in the, in the midfield, so go there. Just you know, play two things, get the ball and pass, it move, pass, it move, pass, move, pass, move, pass. Move, pass move. Because for me, it's like if I'm a new to a team, I don't do two man. My first two shoot is get the ball and pass, move, pass. If, if 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 I get a chance to dribble, I'll dribble. So I just I just you know okay. I'm like you know what, since the ball is, is moving so fast, just get the ball and pass, move. Pass move, pass move. You see a dribble, take one dribble, you pass it. And from there, I start doing the same thing. You know, I just get a ball, turn, pass. Play, play back, lay off, turn, pass. I say cross, I cross it. I say long ball, I kick it. So by doing those stuff, like that, once I get comfortable doing that one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. And from there, I pick it up a little bit. Okay, now I can do one dribble and pass, one dribble and pass. So from there, I just keep going like that until I got confidence and, you know, and start playing like natural.
0: I play? So you start off by just making sure the basics are flawless.
1: Yeah, flawless. Just get the ball and pass move. Not too much. I know I can dribble, but I don't want to do that because I'm new to the team, and they were, keep looking at me, so I have to do the basic. So get the ball, pass, move, pass, move.
0: So after training for those months with uh, Revolution, and they offered you that first contract, what went through your mind? I was just happy, man.
1: I couldn't believe it, to be honest. It was like, it's something that I wanted to do for like, for like a long time. Like I want to be professional artist and seeing that, day, I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. So I was just happy, you know, I was happy to sing with them. And then, you know, I got home, I was so excited. And I, I cried, in my car when I come home, I cried a little bit. I was crying in the car. I'm like, oh my God, what is this? Like, this is what I wanted since day one, now, I'm, now I can be called myself a professional outlet. Like, this is crazy. How
0: How did you shift that in your mind? So, for example, you know, one day you're just going to sleep normal. Next day, New England Revolution wants you, you sign a contract. So what did you switch in your mind to be like, Okay, I'm a professional athlete. Did you now change different things in your daily routine? Did you talk to yourself differently? Like, did anything change for you?
1: So what it changed like uh for me to sleep early? It changed like sleeping early. Changed in the way I eat also changed like, because I just sleep late most of the time. But when I when I saw the chance okay, now I'm very not late to be good to be in good shape. you gotta sleep early and wake up because presser was be in the morning. Like have to be like a like, two hours early. Like it's crazy, but like bro, I don't know. Like press presser at ten o'clock, I have to be like at eight o'clock. Wow, and I had like another like, can hour drive. So like, I, I had to learn how to sleep, to sleep early and wake up on time and know what to eat in the morning. And sometimes, like, well, whatever over there? We, we got over there, they make us breakfast at, at, the, at the facility. So, can just woke up and just take my water and stuff. I just go there and I eat from there. So, it was like sleeping early and knowing what to eat and having some rest days. So, that's what I, learned. I mostly learn a lot as a professional. Like, you have to like treat your body in a, in a way that you're going to be. Because over there, it's more tough. It's not easy because if you're not in shape, like, you're not going to perform good. So you mm-hmm. have to be like in a, in a good shape all the Like you have to know how to eat, you know, be more hydrated and then then just take, take, enough, take enough rest.
0: That's amazing. So just learning to adjust to the professional athlete life was one of yep. the main things that you had to, to do, right? Yeah. So now, so now, my how how are things? What are you looking to do, um, professionally? What's the next club you're gonna go to?
1: So right now, um, I just left the revs, but you know it was a good chance for me to play with them. You know it was a good experience, but I was I already had a like one year contract and then it just ended. So for now, I'm looking like you know right now I don't have, I don't have a team yet, but like um, there's some teams I'm talking to, and I'm gonna go for a trial in the next couple of days. So. If everything comes up, I'm going to post some media and then people will know where I'm going next. But for now, I don't have any team that I'm going for yet.
0: How do you handle those moments where you're, like, in the middle? Like, you don't know where you're going to play next. Like, what, yeah, so what do you it's, do? It's scary, isn't it's,
1: it's it? Really, it's scary. It's tough because I want to play, man. You know, I want to play. And then I'm, like, in the middle. of am like, oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, so it's, it's really tough. But, like, you know, for me, it's like, you know, like anything, like if you know you're a good player and you can perform, you just need to just need to relax and be patient because patience is the key in this thing. You know, if you because if you're patient, everything good stuff will always come. So I'm I'm always patient, and I just you know I just try try not to think about it too much, and just keep working. You know, playing indoor you know, soccer, training, and then because the chance will come and you take it. So I don't try to think about it. The more you think about it too much the more you get frustrated. But I just try to be more patient and not think about it. Because when it, so when a, a chance will come, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. But for now, I'm just like, you know, I'm just in the middle and I'm just trying to keep myself ready, training, playing, staying in shape. You know, I make sure I'm, I'm doing everything right. Because when it, when a chance comes, you got to meet me, me I'm, a, I'm in a good shape. So
0: you're just making so sure just, you're prepared yeah, for any opportunity yeah, that comes your yeah. way, yeah?
1: Awesome. Be patient, yep.
0: Awesome. I'm well, it was, it was fantastic listening to your story. I'm just going to end right now with a quick few questions, and then uh, I'm curious to hear your answers, all right? You ready?
1: Uh, give me a question. So go ahead, bro.
0: All right, my man. So my first question for you is, what is your definition of being a winner?
1: A winner for me is um, let me see. It's a good question. I think it all comes in different different scenarios. You can be a winner by by um, taking advice from people. You can be a winner by um, accepting a loss and work out for next, accepting a loss and then work out so you can win next time. And you can be a winner by um, Thank you, man. Cause it's a good question. I like the question. I just like it. I know a lot. It's a lot of stuff that I just trying to just to pick the right one. That that I understand. we A winner that Learn from their mistakes too. If you if you know if you like if you want to be a winner, you need to be a guy that accepts else. You need to be a guy that learn from your own mistakes and adjust next time. And you need to be a guy that work harder than anyone else in the field. So, so, those two things. So, be a guy that accept else and work hard, so you're gonna debut next time, and be a guy that that um work hard than all guys in the So like that's, that that's that's what I think when I can be.
0: What advice would you give a teenage Mayele? So, for teenagers out there, work as is only
1: simple things no, if, if you
0: could if you could talk to yourself uh-huh. and you could go back in time and tell the teenage you you know when you were 13 and you want to yeah. give him some advice what would you tell what would you tell the teenage I'll just, my I
1: just I would just say like you know just you know be, be patient you know be patient and, and just keep working hard always gonna dream big Put your, set your goal what you wanna be and just you know keep bowling and be patient because the opportunity only comes once. And once it comes, you got to take it with all your heart. Just like mine came once and I played good and I took it. So just be patient and just keep playing. Just keep patience, so keep playing. And when it, when it, when a it, when chance comes, you see, a player, once you see the door is open, just take it, man, and, and go from there.
0: What are the top three rules that you use in your everyday life?
1: Top rules as a soccer player?
0: It could be as a soccer player, it could be in your personal life. What are what are three things that you have to do every single day in order to make sure that you know you are on the right path to success for your personal life or your soccer career, whatever, whatever you want to say? So basically, like
1: uh things I do the most is like uh, I have to eat something good, you know, like make sure like I'm Making putting stuff in my body is really good. Good food, and uh, the other thing is like you know little workout. You know, like it's either go play indoor or training, or just do some little workout in my house because I usually like the walking or just working in my house. Like you, 10 a.m. in the morning, I wake up, I do some push ups, some workout stuff in my house. So, so it's a uh, make sure that I'm eating something right and then uh, training or playing indoor or do some little workouts. And then I think it's just take taking enough rest as we can.
0: Love that. Well, so far from everything that you've experienced in your life both on and off the field what is the biggest lesson that you've learned?
1: So the thing that I've learned as an athlete first I would say taking advice from people is really important. Because if you're a player you need, you need it. You know you need it to be honest. Because if you listen to because people from the outside, they see more than you see in the field. And if you ignore that, which means you, you're not a good player. But every player that I know is a good player, I'll stay. Because if somebody if, if 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 somebody is watching from the outside and said this to you, trust me, just take it. Because they see more than you see. I, you only see the ball in front of you, and the people behind. they see what's behind you say so they, the seller stuff. So I will say, take it one as, as an athlete, and that it can be football, basketball, taking basketball is, is, is something that I've learned from, from, my soccer, from my soccer career. And and off the field, you can be like, you know, respect other people, like, you know, just yes, respect. So those two things are really important.
0: Where do you see yourself in the next five years? Well,
1: for now, my goal is to play in MLS, man, to be honest. So in the next five years, I'm trying to work hard and then work work hard and just try to be in MLS. So that's what I I'm trying to play in an MLS and then from there I can go somewhere. I want to play in this league
0: first. So. And my last question for you is: Are you happy?
1: Wait, of course I'm happy, man. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy with myself and I'm I'm happy with everything around me. So I'm happy. Be honest, there's nothing wrong about it. <laughs>
0: that's awesome man hey thank you Maeli. thank you so much for your time it was an honor listening to your story I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of people listening in can get a lot of value from what you said I thought I thought it was really interesting how you're really big on self-talk you know boosting your self-confidence when you need it you know and and putting it out there when you already have it you know what I mean performing on the field when you already have it so I think that was really interesting to hear you say that you know because a lot of players can can say they they talk to themselves but then actually um, doing it you it's, yeah. li- it's different you know what i mean
1: cause one day i remember like a,
0: after a refs game
1: like a, a game we lost like 4-0 and i i didn't play good to be honest bro i was crying in the whole ride in my house <laughs> crying bro. i can't believe this i was crying i'm, like, I'm just crying Like what, what what's wrong with me so i was crying myself the whole ride and the next game i played really good so like that game, I, I, I off yeah. So it was, it was really good. So it was something that, you know, I, I just, you know, it's a, if, I, if I talk to myself more, I, I get my confidence. So I think it's a good thing for people to know that. Awesome. self talk is really important.
0: Well, thank you so much for your time, Maele. And for everybody listening in, the winner circle by Grande Sports Training, where we dive deep into the mindset of professional soccer players. Until next time, guys.